This is Bucket Talk, a weekly podcast for people who work in the trades and construction that aren't just trying to survive, but have the ambition and desire to thrive. The opportunity in the trades and construction is absolutely ridiculous right now. So if you're hungry, it's time to eat. We discuss what it takes to rise from the bottom to the top with people who are well on their way and roll up their sleeves every single day. All right, guys, Eric and Jeremy here back with Bucket Talk. And this week we are talking about the obvious, the coronavirus, COVID-19, which is affecting everyone, but with a bend towards the trades and with Jeremy's specific perspective as a mechanic technician and shop foreman. As a reminder, Jeremy's a former U.S. military veteran. He is a foreman at a at a local shop in his, in his community where he's a mechanic technician and welder and is also studying nights and weekends to get his bachelor's degree and potentially more in the future. Um, mm-hmm. Check out more at buckettalk.com. Sign up there for our weekly newsletter. That'll always come with a week uh, with a link in the podcast if you don't typically subscribe to podcasts. So, Jeremy, here we are in the midst of the coronavirus. Jeremy and I both happen to be here in Massachusetts, and, and that we want to bring that up because every state has its own is going through its own stuff right now. I feel like we're really in the heat. Last week was everyone figuring it out and, and kind of the, the pandemonium this week still continuing, but people are getting into a little bit of a routine. Our state has a few things in place that aren't really like rules or regulations, but recommendations for the most part. But we have the six foot gap. So, you know, I was at the grocery store this morning and they recommend, you know, six foot gaps. There's tape on the floor to stand when you're in yeah. line behind six feet. We've got the 10-person restriction, so ideally no more than 10 people in any vicinity unless it's essential workers. We've got social distancing, which just means basically recommends staying away from anyone other than your immediate <laughs> family that is in your household. Yeah, And that one's a little loose and fast, but it is and, what it is. Uh, you uh, you, you got yeah. to add the fact that we are so socially distanced right now that we're doing the podcast from our own homes right now. We're not. Yes, yeah, so this is the first one. First one we've done. We're both sitting on our buckets, so we're not going to break form. <laughs> but uh, and we weighed. We we weighed heavy. We were, I was going to go to Jeremy's house, and we we're going to do it in the garage with the mics six feet away. But that felt like an irresponsible move for us to uh, to get some good content. So yeah. So social distancing so is one, and then two more. Only essential employees are advised to go into work. And, and so that's that's a weird one because it's really advised. Um, Jeremy will talk about es- what essential means, but, Correct. you know, m- medical people and all that stuff. But, you know, Jeremy's considered essential because he keeps, you know, he keeps not only vehicles on the road, but he also keeps ambulances and police cars on the road. So that gets right. a little tricky. And then last but not least, schools have been canceled until May, if not further. And then daycare as well, which, is, you know, Jeremy's got two kids in school. Uh, so that affected him. And then I still had daycare going on for my little two and a half year old. And that's now canceled as well. And so uh, that brings on another storm of challenges. And so those <laughs> are the, that's what kind of we're living with here. You know, a lot of you guys are from different parts of the country, have different stuff going on. But um, but Jeremy, give us give us a perspective from your chair, you know, as a mechanic technician at Leary. Tell us what you're seeing in, in the world. So uh, we've seen everything just kind of slow down really quickly uh we are we i saw the list posted by mass or mass.gov and for essential employees and it's long there's a lot of exceptions and and i think they're trying to keep uh things rolling in the safest way possible which is uh which is good but 
you know, anybody that can work from home should do so. Now it was, it got into a point where what's essential and what's not essential. So I really don't have the algorithm that they use. And I, and I think it was a hard decision for a lot of uh, legislators to make, uh, especially on our on our level, on what's considered essential, what's considered not essential. But I saw the first thing I saw was uh, all the guys and girls in uh, Boston, the, the, the major job sites were shut down due to the fact of the sheer volume of people on one site. And I think it was too hard to manage. Uh, we went down to a 10 person restriction per dwelling building. So that kind of made things challenging logistics wise. So I think that you know, a lot of them are unions and it was just essentially mass layoff um, right then and there. Everybody go home and do that. And then I saw a weird thing. I saw a lot of municipalities, the firefighters, police and uh, DPWs, public works, stuff like that. They they started to go on rotations. So that was pretty interesting. It's, you know, they went down to a skeleton crew, but essentially they were preparing for the possibility of getting the virus. So they needed to have a guy on, I guess the incubation period is two weeks. And then after two weeks, you know, if essentially you got it or not, you start being symptomatic. And, and, uh, so the, the thought process behind with that was, is I will have a guy work for two weeks. Um, then we'll switch them out for a month because they'll have, you know, two weeks to uh, figure out if they're symptomatic or not. And then two weeks to deal with the, the outcome of if they did or did not get it. And then, you know, they'd be ready for work again. So they're, you know, and, and each area is different, but you know, I, I saw the challenges with that because now you see people go, well, Joey's out for two weeks. Um, what if this thing blows over in a month? Do I get out two weeks? So it's, it's yeah, funny. Cause yeah. there's like a, there's, there's a lot of just uncertainty and rumors and everybody's handling it differently. So, um, for us, it was interesting because automotive is considered essential because we need to keep trucks rolling. Uh, they're carrying groceries to the grocery stores, you know, medical supplies. And I saw that moving companies were essential. And I think the reason is, is because I think, it, you know, in a time of crisis, they need the box trucks to move um, whatever supplies they need to around the state, around the country. So that yeah. was kind of interesting. Uh, so, you know, as you kind of went down the list and it, you saw which was essential, which was not essential. And it, so it, it kind of made sense. And I, I, everybody can make it a case for their job being essential or essential employees saying that their, their job is not essential. So it's, it, you know, I think it's a hard decision to make for, you know, our governing body, but at the same time, it was one that we're dealing with now. So one thing I want to back up to that you touched on that, uh, you know, we got, a, we got a lot of folks in the trades and the blue collar listening to this and that mm -hmm. will probably understand what you're talking about. But for me, right. If in my world, you know, we've had layoffs at some of the companies I've been a part of and, you get laid off in the white collar world. That means you're not getting, you basically got fired. You're not getting paid. Explain how layoffs work. Is it, is it you, you, some, in some cases they're getting their full pay. Some kids are getting partial pay or is it that they're able to collect and they're used to that type of, you know, seasonal layoff. And so it's part of their overall financial situation. So I do know there's a lot of guys in the trades that have, um, layoffs is, is, is part of their, their, their job. You know, they, they do a school, and or or they build they build something and then they wait for the next job and they're laid off or they do a natural disaster and they you know wait and then they're laid off so 
Uh, it's interesting. Uh, there are a lot of people that navigate that very well. I personally do not. I've never been laid off. And for me, it's a time of uncertainty. And there's a lot of people out there like myself. We're trying to figure out what the hell being laid off means. I know that it's at a reduced rate from your normal pay. The overtime that you either were guaranteed or you enjoyed is now gone. The medical benefits we're trying to figure out. I know that there was a, a big push in the beginning that anybody that was affected by the coronavirus or COVID-19, as they call it, their sick time was paid by the federal government. Everybody has a story and it's trying to navigate through those stories to find the truth for your specific situation. I think that's a, you know, a very stressful point. I hear people have had problems logging into these websites to apply for it. I've heard that, you know, it's just, it, you're trying to figure out a lot of stuff that you want to, that you want to do. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's challenging. So not everybody's situation is the same, but however, it is a unique experience for everybody to try to figure out how the heck we do this, you know? Worst case scenario is zero pay from whatever you were doing. And you're, so then you're then able to collect unemployment from the state or from the government to some something in the middle to, uh, in other cases, full pay if your employer is still thriving and is essential and all that stuff. And now, so that arranges I, it. I did hear too, and, and this, is, this is kind of a, a challenging uh, point for a lot of people. A lot of people don't qualify for unemployment because of their status as a worker in the United States. So there's a lot of people that work in the United States on a working visa, but I don't think they qualify for unemployment. So that was, th these are all things that small businesses never had to really figure out. You know what I mean? Right, it, it was right, like, right. you know, you got a shop full of 10 guys, everybody's legal to work. Yeah. They might have a different status, a working status, but you know what? Everybody's paying taxes. Everybody's doing what they're supposed to. It's above board. But now there's different regulations for unemployment based on your, you know, your citizenship. And and uh, so that's it's like it's difficult. And you're trying to do the best for your employees. You know, we're a small business, so we're trying to you know, figure out what we can do um, to help everybody through this time. But it's yeah, it's it's uncharted territory for a lot of new people. So what you're seeing firsthand, so the impact of, you know, your, your day to day, how is it, you know, three weeks, how has it changed from March, you know, March 10th before really the 13th or 14th to today from, you know, parts and supply chain to equipment and all that stuff. What, what's the, so I'll talk the to, stuff? so I'll talk to this. Uh, a lot of people in, in the service industry, they see a huge drop off in January and February for business in general, just because of the holidays. People aren't traveling as much. People are a little bit more money savvy. And, you know, that that's kind of our slow time. That's difficult for us because we're just coming out of our slow time into what should be, you know, everybody's, you know, spring's the happening. The, the, yeah, the end of the snow season, which was awful this year. We didn't get any snow. So we're feeling the repercussions of not being able to plow. And then, you know, you're, you're moving into... You know, it should be an uptick in business. It should be great. You know, we we all prepare for January and February to be difficult. And now all of a sudden we have this slowdown to where, you know, people are not moving because they're working from home. So naturally vehicles aren't being used. Um, you know, any other resources aren't being used. Although plumbers are seeing an uptick in business because of the amount of toilet paper used. So that's yep. kind of an interesting yep. point. But on the other side of things is... Uh, yeah, so when when we're supposed to see this resurgence, we're we're not actually we're we are 
are having a hard time. So we've taken, we've done a little innovation. We've taken to social media and, um, a lot of the, the, uh, a lot of towns have, you know, town websites, you know, forums. And so we've kind of reached out to people and admins in those forums and said, Hey, you know, if you were ever really thinking of getting a trailer hitch installed or doing this, we'll come and pick it up. We'll sanitize your vehicle and we'll deliver it to you. And just kind of going the extra mile to pull, to pull those jobs. Our community has really rallied behind a lot of small businesses. So whether it's the ice cream shop and people have gone in and bought a ton of uh, ice cream and put it in their freezer, or people are buying gift cards to restaurants because restaurants are, you know, hit really hard. People are really trying to help these businesses because if we don't help them, who knows if after we come back, there's going to be that your favorite spot, you know what I mean? Or your, your auto mechanic or your builder. So that's, uh, that's kind of a, so right now we're in the phase of the community's really rallying behind us. So I, I hope we can stay that way. But at the same time, you know, if this thing prolongs, you know, and, and there are more layoffs or, you know, small businesses are hurting even more. I don't know how much longer people will really rally behind us. You know what I mean? And, and right. I mean, right. It'll get tighter and tighter. Yeah. Cause in, in, in my world, all the offices are for the most part work from home now. And so last week for me was, you know, figuring out right, how the hell do I work from home? I've got, you know, got ADD. I, you know, I like to be in an office. I like to be around folks. And so even getting situated at home, where's my desk going to be? Where am I going to work from? So this week, finally, you know, getting, getting situated, getting settled. And when we were talking last week, it's funny because I was like, oh, Jeremy, you must be booming because, you know, for someone like me that I go into the city every day, I could never get my, you know, it's really hard for me to get my car fixed, whether it's something small or big. And it's funny now, two weeks in where, where things start normalized, like, no, like, I could totally see why that's not the case. People are really hunkering down for in like, you know, preparing for the worst, even though it, it has the potential to be, but it, but it might not, but you might as well plan for the worst and hope for the best. And so, you know, now we've actually sat down and, and, and myself and my wife and went through because it's a tough time financially for us, you know, cause we, my wife's now out of work because the, the children are in our lives full time. So, you know, yep. there's no income there. So we, what was the easiest thing we can do? Well, we went through our subscriptions, our subscriptions to, um, whatever, a magazine or, or something that we just kind of lost sight of and it was just kind of part of you know i went through my tool bill make sure that you know i was only buying the necessities versus like the brand new shiny object that i that i really didn't need so we kind of prioritized our finances and really really tighten the belt. And I assume, you know, others will do the same. And in years past, I know a lot of people will find potential other means of, of getting to work or figuring it out. So, but you know, we, we laughed about this when we come out of this thing, I will tell you for those who haven't driven their car in months, you're going to need us. You're, <laughs> you're bad. Your car's not going to start. Uh, your brakes, brakes are going to be rusted up. So it's, you know, there's going to be a huge boom on the other side. Once people start moving again, once trade starts flowing and you know, it, I think it'll come back full force. It's just, you know, how long everybody can weather and hunker down. What about parts availability in your space, right? So you've got, you know, we're talking to some folks the other day. You've got people who are building buildings that can, you know, or or construction that maybe their their lumber mill may still be open. But if not, you know, you have the Home Depots and the Lowe's of the world that aren't aren't necessarily, 
you know, top tier builders use, but still you can get access to materials. Are you seeing materials flowing through in your world or is that, is that going to slowly start to drive? So, well? so actually there's, there's two things happening here. You have global trade and United States and your national trade, which is, which is interesting because a lot of our uh, stuff comes from China and they went through this prior to us going through this. So they they hunkered down for a two month period, I believe. I you know, just just work with me on you know the looseness of the facts, but they yeah, went yeah. through this. Everybody yep. knows they went through this, and I believe it was for a couple of months. And what happened was is things slowed down to a halt for them. So manufacturing and, and production of goods that the, that the United States uses from them, and mainly auto parts for us, but. You know, it could be roofing nails. It could be um, it could be tools for, for the trades. It could be anything, right? The, you're going to see a supply shortage coming over to the United States. So there are a lot of warehouses right now that are full of supply. But once those are depleted, how long will it take for those supplies to 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 get manufactured and and refill the shelves? So there's that. So what you're so what you're yet. saying is if. If you have an issue with your car, you better go get it fixed right now because you might not be able to get it fixed. I'm not. I'm, I'm actually not sure. But, yeah, I mean, it could be. Absolutely. And, mm -hmm. and uh, the other thing we're seeing is – That was a plug. Dude, so, that was a layout for a plug. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so the, the other side of things is is nationally. So we're, we're, we're here – Coronavirus pops up in a store. Somebody gets somebody gets sick in a store, right? Store shuts down. So that's the immediate impact. They either do a deep cleaning or they um, just kind of work to essential personnel. So that's that's been difficult for us. So even though we're essential and we're staying open, we're seeing layoffs at dealerships. Um, so that means that there's less people on the parts counter. There's less people to go pick up parts from their depots to bring there. So. We're seeing a lot of slowdown there. So what would take, you know, a month or, or a day to get or even like half a day to get right is now yep. taking a week. It's interesting because now people don't need their vehicles for a week so we could actually hold their car for a week. But the challenge, the, the scheduling challenges are getting difficult now because we, we don't know what's coming from where and when. And uh, one of the biggest warehouses for our supplier was closed due to um, you know somebody getting the coronavirus and they had to go through that. I don't know if they reopened and that's difficult because you know once this once our local store shelves are depleted, they won't be able to fill it, which means we won't be able to to, to receive product. I've heard a lot of people and we and we our company has done it. Um, we didn't have a substantial amount, but we had a you know uh, a box of N95 masks and I've donated my gloves, my uh, latex gloves to my physician. Is, is everybody's trying to do their part, but now it will affect you later on when you you go to do your job and you don't have the personal protective equipment. So it's just yep. you know it's all, what is more important. And I think I think the the emergency at hand is more important, and I think people need to do their part to to uh, keep everybody safe and, and and make sure that the spread of this is is as small as possible. But it does make your job if you're considered essential. A little bit more challenging and i think you might have to you know think outside the box or you know protect yourself in other ways than your normal traditional avenues with with stuff like that so yeah it, it is difficult however we're getting by right now you know you'll see a lot of uh right now i'm in school um i'm an online student 
for me, it's business as usual. However, the the campus that I go to uh, virtually uh, has now gone completely virtual. So for them, it was probably easier. But for 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 colleges that don't have online programs, it's it's become difficult. So I think that it's it's interesting. You know, does online become the new thing? I don't know. Yeah. So there's a lot of there's a there's a lot of innovation. I mean, is actually working from an office space, like like you is is working right. from an office space. You know, with a thousand employees, it, with this big overhead and everything, is this the is this what we change? You know, is everybody right. working remotely now? So who knows? Who knows? Who knows what'll come of this? It's 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 an interesting thought process, and I think everything's kind of changing as we speak. So talking about that, coming out out of uh, you know an office office with a growing team, you know, we just halted for you know I'm part of a, a small team that's growing, trying to bring in more folks to do a lot of the work as we're as we're getting bigger, but now you know freezing is essentially hired until we see how this thing turns out. So. Now I'm at home working from home with the toddler. You know the stress is adding up. I'm now working, you know, really early in the morning, balancing, you know, a young child during the day and trying to get a few hours on, and then and then coming back at like 7:30 at night to like you know two in the morning to try to make up for lost time essentially. And so the stress is you know adding up on on a bunch of different factors. So what about you? You know, obviously, you know, you've talked a little bit about some of the stuff that's adding up. How how do is that, so uh, so I'm gonna. Yeah, you I'm really gonna need to be somewhere. You need to be somewhere else, right? So it's a trick. <laughs> that's a challenge. So I'm going to lead into this with a little, little story and and a little insight. Um, for those of you who follow me on Instagram, there was probably a two day period that I didn't post anything, and the reason is is because all these pressures had kind of mounted up. For me, uh, for, you know, money, childcare. You know, now you're your child's teacher. Um, which we do very well, you know, teaching them what we're supposed to, but academically we're, we're you know, we weren't trained in that. So we're, we're trying to figure that out. The stress of not getting sick, it just everything it, it does mounting pressure. And, and, uh, I, <laughs> I threw my phone, I threw my phone at a cement wall and the cement wall won, and I completely shattered my phone. And, you know, it put a lot of things in perspective when I, when I picked up the phone and, and looked at it and I was like, hey, you know what, this, I, I really need to get it together and figure it out because this is here to stay for a little bit anyway. And you kind of got to roll with the punches and being, letting it get you down is probably the worst thing that can happen. So, you know, we're, we're seeing in the, in the news that there's stimulus package and there's a, there's a lot of hope. I, you know, I, I still travel the streets because I go to work. A lot of people are hanging signs and banners and, you know, there's inspirational videos on, you know, TikTok and Instagram of everybody in the family doing a funny dance. So I think that's what needs, you know, everybody's going through it together, uh, whether you believe it or not, whether some people are it's hit harder or not. I think there's going to come a point in time where everybody's going to feel the stress. I had felt it a little bit earlier because, you know, my wife and and my children were, you know, essentially not quarantine, but um, they were doing their part by staying at home and I was considered essential. So I'm still going to work and, I, and I'm torn because, you know, I'm doing my job and this is what needs to be done. But at the same time, I felt like I needed to be home helping out with the situation at home. And so I felt a little helpless at that point in time. I pushed through me and my wife adjusted a few things and, and we realized that, you know, 
we need to maintain a level head, especially for the children. We got two young ones and, and they don't need to see those kind of emotions. It's, it's confusing. You know, it, all of this is a challenge. You're like, you're, you're telling them big world problems that they just can't wrap their head around. So, you know, there, there's just so many challenges right now that we're trying to deal with along with, you know, reduced pay because, you know, hours and virtual learning for, for kids. Let me tell you, watching your son or daughter at a young age have this like Brady Bunch video conference with all these squares and they just making faces at each other is hilarious. So, you know, it's, it's grabbing those times and, 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 you know, trying to find a little joy and happiness. And I think that's, you know, maintaining that kind of positive attitude will help everybody. Everybody's going through it. My wife was saying the other day, she's like, you know, there's a lot to obviously focus on that's going sideways in everyone's life, but she's like, we'll never be home for this duration, this period of time with, with that, with each other, with our kids. So like, let's at least try to enjoy that, even though there's a lot of other stuff going on. And so I think it's trying to find the silver lining in and all the mess that chaos that's going on, I think is important. And so, so you and I, obviously we have the family life, you know, so that's, that's one scenario, but we've got some friends, you know, younger friends, right. In the trades that don't have necessarily kids. How are these folks keep keeping themselves busy? If you can work remotely and you're just getting out of college or you're just getting into the workforce, kill it. Now's the time to absolutely kill it. You have all this time to yourself. Just work. Put in the effort. Be the best at what you can be. Do the courses. Do do whatever. And just take this time to absolutely just focus on what you're gonna do. Because you won't ever have this time. This time is this time is insane. You know, right now for me, I'm focusing, you know, I'm focusing on work, but work's slowed down so much. Now I'm fo- I'm taking it, I'm focusing on my family. You know what I mean? I there's yeah. there's I'm never gonna have this time again, right? You know, everybody looks forward to their week's vacation off or whatever. Uh yep. to, to really have that family bonding experience, embrace it. You know, really figure it out. Figure out all the problems that you've had that you wish you could work on. Work on them now. For the for the for the guys that and girls out there that can't go to work. I've seen a lot of guys and girls do for us it's automotive service excellence. So it would be an ASC certification. Uh, study those. Get yep. that certification. I know a lot of people are have continuing, uh, you know, apprenticeships, and you know whether it's schooling through your trade, or you know learning a new hobby, or 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 just kind of branching out your skills. Do it. Now's the time to do it. Don't procrastinate. Just try to put in the effort that you wouldn't normally do because you have such a busy. A schedule and and everything and and really try to keep yourself occupied. You know, I, yep, I think that's a yep. and and it, it could be as simple as working on your physical fitness. Get in the room and start doing push-ups. You know, or squats or yeah. or whatever. I mean, there's there's so many the virtual tools now, which is you know that's one of the things that is coming to light is 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 virtual connectivity. That use that use that time to do something that you've always wanted to do. I'm just naturally super competitive. You know, I think right now, you know, like you said, most of our, our downtime is dealing with kids, keeping them, keeping them, keeping them happy, keeping them healthy, keeping them alive. And it's like, if, if I didn't have that right now, like I think of what, it, what are your advantages in life? And if you're, if you don't have those distractions that we have, you have such a massive advantage against your competitors or your peers in a company or in a business that have that distraction. Cause you can put in 
two X, three X, four X the time to whether it's do more work or learn that new skill that that, you know, and so it may not be the right way to think about it, but it's like, you've got, you do have an unusual circumstance where you can really go from zero to 60 in this time if you really put your head down and crank. And so I, I couldn't agree more. And, and this isn't a public service announcement. It's just you're forced to be at your house. <laughs> right. I, I still had the world's uh, distractions around me, but you're forced to be at your house. Try something new. I, right. Like right now, dude, to stay sane and, and you know I'm, I'm building i'm building me and my wife are building a better relationship we're becoming better parents uh these are challenging times i mean imagine you and your three cellmates are now <laughs> that <really> yeah. <laughs> but i've gone to uh me and the kids are making beef jerky now we smoked ribs the other day uh i'm canning pickles i made pickles i'm infusing vodka i'm trying all these you know i got a greenhouse growing in the garage I am trying everything that I've wanted to do recently, and, and and I'm bringing my children to to try to do these things with me. There's just so much to come about it, you know. Fix the leaky faucet, DIY something. I mean, there's just there's so much to do. However, if this is your mental health time, use that wisely too. If you're if you're strung out, need sleep, use it. You know, your your health is huge too. You know. Yeah. Use this time to get your mind right, you know? So this has been good. We wanted to go a little deeper on it. Obviously, this isn't something that's brand new, but it's also something that's not going to go away anytime soon. So my guess is in the next few weeks, we'll probably hit on this slightly in, in each of the episodes. But we, you know, we'll, we'll also want to we want to keep the show going and keep it entertaining and interesting and not just more Corona, Corona, COVID, COVID. Yeah, I because think I, you're hearing I that think, every day, you know, I think hearing it from all these news outlets and everything is, is getting you know, it, it's becoming part of daily life. So yeah, we don't want to hit on this all the time, but I did, I did want to, you know, bring some value that, you know, you're not alone in the trenches. We're, we're out there as well, you know, feeling the, feeling the hit, at least my iPhone felt the hit. So, um, <laughs> it's, it's just make the most of the situation if you can and stay healthy, you know, we'll be back next week, guys. Any questions, any comments, feel free to shoot us a DM. Might not be able to solve everything or answer everything, but do best we can and always in here to listen. So you'll hear from us next week. Keep an eye out. We may go live from the bucket talk account or Jeremy underscore bucket talk. And we'll go from there. Yeah. Thanks, guys.